This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Hello, everybody. Welcome again. Here we are in uh, Inside of the Membrane. You, you love it. We love doing it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Before we get into it, as normal, as usual, there's uh, there's admin. We've got some admin. It's good admin. It's not boring admin. It's good admin. Got some shows coming up for the guys at Three Word Interviews. Um, got some show. We'll get this show in Coventry coming up. It's on Friday, the 20th of August, at the Box at Fargo Village. It's on at 8 p.m. and the lineup is Catherine Bohart, Esther Manito, Felicity Ward, and Bobby Mayer. Um, and if you use this discount code, Menbrain, uh, you, you, the listeners, will receive a 20% discount. So there you go. You can't argue with that. If you head over to uh, to their to their their website, its tickets are available from threewordinterviews.co.uk. Uh, they also have shows in Brighton, Essex, Worthing, and Liverpool. Um, and so, yeah, get on it, get on that. Old Wilson's going to be popping up all over the place doing these wonderful shows. So get on that. Um, people can also win tickets by heading to the Three Word Interviews YouTube channel and finding the three words hidden in each of the interviews. Me, Old Wilson, being one of them. So get onto that as well. That's on their YouTube channel. I remember doing that. It was a brilliant. It was a brilliant uh, podcast that we did. It was wonderful. All the way down to Brighton to do that. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. So get on that. That's going to be great. Uh, we've also, we've also um, this as you as you know, and uh, previous guests now. Uh, the podcast is supported by the wonderful boys uh, Mark and Stacey at Save Our Souls Clothing. And if you go to sosclothing.co.uk forward slash membrane and use the 15% discount code uh, membrane, you get money off across the store. Not just for our membrane tees and hoodies, but for everything on the site. What's not to love about that? Ethically sourced, even the vegan, it's vegan friendly ink, even the ink is vegan friendly, and, and the boys are lovely, as you heard on their episode. Top boys doing top things. Thank you for your continued support, lads. It really is uh, very much appreciated. And thank you to all of our wonderful patrons as well that still that are still uh, contributing to us, helping us keep the lights on. We really appreciate that. Anyone listening to this, if you if you would like to be a patron, do jump up on our uh, membrane Patreon page. And, and 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 join in. It's, 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 you're helping do a wonderful thing by a couple of quid a week or whatever it is, a couple of quid a month. Just be bang it in like instead of buying a coffee, bung it our way, and then we can keep giving you these wonderful podcasts that help you through these dark and dingy times. So if you do that for us, that'd be great. Um, so on to this week's guest, my mate brilliant comedian Paul Piri and actually if you look at the artwork for, for this week's episode you will see that Paul Piri is not only uh, modelling one of our wonderful t-shirts one of our uh, Insane in the Membrane wonderful uh, t-shirts he's he bought that himself that's how much of a mate he is he didn't like Arky send us a t-shirt he bought that himself bless him at full price didn't even use a discount code what a lovely man and that's what I love about Paul Piri I've known him must be going on it's over a decade I think we talked about this in the episode I've known him many years but we kind of hit it off straight away as soon as we met we were like yep we're going to be friends for a life and he is he's been and he's been through so many ups and downs he's, he's a he really has struggled a bit over the years but he's pulled himself out the other side and he's fantastic he's such a lovely man and I've been meaning to get him on for ages because he and I just we just get on and we've been and we've been very lucky enough to like, travel the world together and make people laugh every time I see him it's, it's a breath of fresh air he's a lovely lovely man and I was like, do you know what? Let's stop mucking around. Let's get him on. And 
it was just nice to, to just chat to my mate. I forgot, to be honest, that I was doing a podcast. I was just talking to a mate. I completely forgot we were recording it. Uh, so yeah, listen, you're going to love this episode. Paul Peary is a wonderful man. So without further ado, coming up in a minute is Paul Peary. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Insane in the membrane. Hello, Rich Wilson. That's the top of his hat. Coming. <laughs> coming. He's got to put his headphones on, yeah? Coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Hello. Hello. It's, Hello. I feel like I was listening to um, Pornhub on audio there. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> I... Gee, I meant to get you on ages ago, and we never did it. No, you didn't. Fuck. I'm Mady. Yeah. I'm Mady. I'm oh fuck, well, Perry. What are you doing? Can you give me a hand, please? <laughs> That's not true. Not true at all. I just, uh, I just, uh, just saving you for best. And here we yeah. are. Oh, you and Paul were your ego, Robert. <laughs> you know, everything you say, every, everything you say is gold. Gold. I just wanted to talk to a mate. Really, I wanted to talk to a mate. I, nice. uh, it's been lovely. I love having all the guests, but I just want to talk to a mate. And that's nice. you. Here he is. Hello. Hello. Are you, are you all right, Paul? I'm. I'm very well. Well, I mean, you know, I'm all right. Yeah. It's funny, you isn't know? it? Isn't it? Up yeah. and down. Up and down. Hey, you know, it's the opposite from my sex life. <laughs> you know, ah, mate, you're. I haven't seen you in ages, and it's funny. It's funny when I see you more when I lived further away. Yeah, I used to live up the road from you. Barely saw you. Live yeah. twenty twenty thousand miles away all the time. Yeah, shit in it. It's, shit friend. It's shit just friend. A, no, that's um. You're a shit friend of I saw you all the time and you punched me. <laughs> you know, a, a, a shit friend is somebody that, that um, isn't here, you know? Yeah, in your head. In your head and your heart. Yeah. I'd, I'd, all I need to know is you're fine and you still like me and uh, then I can go on with my life. Now and yeah. again, it's a nice, nice surprise when I see you. So adds a little bit to the... The happiness, because your food always tastes better when you're hungry. <laughs> That's true. You that know? is, yes. You're right. I'm always you're, right. Richard. You're always right. I'm always right. <laughs> um, I was telling someone the other day about the dog poo yes. story, and they couldn't believe it. They, they looked at me and they went, you threw dog shit in your friend's face. I went, no, now you made it sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> and to the listeners, well, tell them, I'll tell them. We were walking, so we were walking your old dog, not the dog you got now. No. The old one. God rest their soul. The one you killed after no, shit in my face. <laughs> Get rid of all the evidence. Yeah. Um, and 
Uh, so I was trying to help. We picked up, and I was hold, uh, picked up the poo and holding the bag, and then mucking around. I went, sort of waved it at you, <laughs> and then you pulled that face. You kind of went, Duh. <laughs> I went, what? You went, it touched my beard. I went, it can't be. It was in the bag, and there was a hole in the bag. Yep. And the shit had come out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and hit right you in, in the my, beard. Right in the beard. Right you in, your pu- in your pus. Yeah, and that's when Kate came out with that funny line when we got back and said, uh, we haven't been to the pub, and she went, you've been out with Rich for like two minutes and you come back shit-faced. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, that <laughs> that happened. Did that, happen. That, it did happen. Yeah. But that's, the, you know what, talking about the booze, how many, I mean, you, you know, like, as you know, you, you struggled with it for years. Yes. I didn't realise, I didn't realise, you know, having known you, known you over 10 years now mm-hmm. and didn't realise the how bad it had gotten for you because you know I knew you I knew you, like we all did that, there was a time when we worked together a lot and we were just pissed all the time yeah we didn't I, but none of us realised the extent of what you were going through you know it was a couple of times you kind of go oh, maybe mm. something's, something's going on but you don't really want to Ask you like oh, I'm sure I'm sure he's fine. He's just like the rest of us, just getting we're just getting giddy and getting pissed all the time. That's the thing, isn't it? I, yeah. I didn't even I didn't even realise. You know, I just thought uh, I thought I did it a bit too much, but I thought, hey, that's just mm. the way I am. You know, and and you when when you're hanging out with people, like if I saw you, it would usually be um, at a gig, and I'd go riches on. You put pause on, we'll be able to get. Wasted yeah. after, have a few drinks, have a laugh, you know? Yeah. And so you, I and you only see that stage, you yeah. know, just us getting wasted. And we think that's, I thought that's what you did all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah. So, so when I'm, when I'm in the house on my own, I'm doing the exact same thing as what I do whenever, when I see everybody, you know, it, it's yeah. like, it's kind of like, I used to always say that Christmas is good time of the year for me because it's the only time that everybody's bottle bin looks the same as mine. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I didn't realise that 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 was loads. I just thought, I knew it was loads, but I didn't think Mm. it was was as bad as it it got. You don't don't realise that it's, um, that you become... You think you're a nice person because you think you're a good drunk, but you realize that psychologically you're hurting other people. Mm. You know, you don't yeah. realize that. I mean, I was never physical. No. But um, underneath Kate, my wife was getting was getting really hurt by it. She, and, and she would mention it now and again. And I'd, I'd get, oh, look, it's just, you know, it's it's part of life. And, you know, and, and you look at your bank balance, you look at the state of your jeans, your pants, and and, and the um, the state of your life, and other people around you just kind of looking down on you. Mm, yeah. And that's when you start going, maybe I should stop this. And then you realise that you can't stop it Yeah. when yeah. you should, and that's when you know you've got the problem. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Go on. Well, it's, people think that um, an alcoholic or or uh, people that drink too much or people that have like a bottle of vodka when they wake up, bottle of Mary down and then get really drunk and have it in a paper bag. And it, mm. But to me, somebody that the way I look at it is even if you have just three bottles of beer a day, two bottles of beer a day, but you can't pay your electricity bill, you've got mm. a drinking problem. You know, if, if you uh, have a pint, and it makes you violent, and then the next day you have a pint, knowing you're going to be violent, and it's only a pint. Yeah. You've got a problem with alcohol, you know what I mean? You, and if you don't stop, therefore it's, that it's a problem, you know? Because I know yeah. people that, could, that drink more than me that have a great life, that, that don't soil themselves, don't get into debt, don't, uh, doesn't ruin their work. Though health-wise, they're, they're probably, it's probably going to get them at some point, mm. but they could still live their life and... and good on them but you know that's that's the way i look at yeah alcohol for me just wasn't wasn't helping me no well this is the thing most like you say about the bottles and things most people will have a bottle of wine a night 
with a bit of dinner and it's fine. You know, it's like, eh, it's, it's just what we do. You know, we have a bottle of wine. Mm. But I think when I, when I realised that there might be something else going on with you, it was when we were doing, you had your nun, nunchucks in the, in the hotel room. And I came in and we were fucking around with them. And then I saw, then we, there was a bottle of vodka on the side. And then I'm like, oh, okay, okay, that's fair enough. And you were like, yeah, you know, just have it while I'm sitting here and blah, blah. And I'm like, because I don't drink. I, I'm a social drinker. I have it mm. when I'm out. I'll have a drink. But I don't sit at home drinking. I don't sit, I won't sit in a hotel room on my own and have a bottle of wine while I'm waiting for something else. I don't, I don't, it's like, I don't have beers for the train, stuff like that. It's like, oh. if I'm, I'll meet people and I'll go, but it's people I know that go, right, we're getting on the train, let's get some beers. You know, every journey is, is like beers everywhere you go. I'll oh, take, take that with me, have some drinks. And then, so seeing that and I was like, oh, maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's just me, maybe because I don't, I don't drink like that. Maybe it's not yeah. that but much of a problem, but it, that was the, that was the first time I went, oh, maybe, maybe. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, hotels were great for uh, for my booze mind because um, I could, it was all, everything was centered around alcohol. Mm. You know, it was like um, I'd get drunk before the gig. Sometimes I'd overly do it and it would be obvious that I was pissed. But nine times out of ten, I'd get to a certain stage of going, I'm now drunk I'll space it out a little bit so when I'm on stage, I don't fuck it up. And then all I was doing was looking forward to going, thanks very much indeed, I've been Paul Perry, just so I can get right back mm. to the booze, you know? And it, it it's a weird, thinking about it now, it's it's a very strange thing because I, I gave myself a choice at one point. was either, do I give up comedy, do I give up booze? Because i got to give up one of them. Mm. And then... Um, I, ch I chose comedy, thank God. But, I mean, there was other things, but that was one of the main things I thought to myself. Yeah. Because I, st I still get a buzz from comedy. It's still, us as humans have got to find some way to, to get high, whether it be natural, whether it be drinking, whether it be um, running or um, getting a good result, winning a competition or whatever, gambling. We, we have to find something. Yeah. Fortunately, I've got a supportive family and friends and a, a, a gig that a, a job that fills me full of adrenaline you know that, that yeah. makes me happy I suppose and 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 drink was a it, it's a, a false kind of superpower it makes you be things that you you're scared to be yeah which is a which is a bad thing you know yeah yeah I, yeah. I think well, that's what I do. That's why I'm a social drinker because I'm quite, I get quite anxious when I go to meet people, that initial meeting. I'm fine after a couple, I have to, I have, to have a couple of drinks and then I'm mm. like, oh no, no, I'm fine. Because I get, I get, because I'm quite, I've said this loads on here, but I'm, I'm fundamentally, I'm quite shy and I have See? trouble, I do have trouble, I have trouble making phone calls that I need to make to like the council and shit like that. And I'm like, fuck, come on. Yes. Just fucking do it. What are they going to do? Yeah. Like, just fucking ring him. Why can't you just yes. ring him? Ring him? And I'm like, oh, they're going to tell me off. You're 49. Mm. Ring him, you prick. Fucking, yes. I get in trouble. I let things pile up. And yeah. then, and I'm the same with, so with meeting people, I have to, I'll get there and just have a couple of pints straight away. And then I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. Now I can and chill. I, it's a psychological thing as well. I think you, you, um, you tell yourself, ah, well, I'm pissed, so I've got an excuse. Mm. You know, but I, I'm the anxiety is is um, it can be crippling, crippling sometimes. Because you know, yeah. I, I'm like you, I'm I'm really shy. I could stand on stage and speak to people because I'm in control of that. I'm controlling yeah. whether they laugh, whether they frown, and if they don't like me, we've been doing this long enough to go. Well, I'm going to still enjoy this. I'm going to make this um, a, a great car crash. Yeah, you know. But uh, that's fine. But if a guy sneezes on a bus and he's sitting beside me, I get really embarrassed and shy and, and don't know where to look. And I think everybody's... And then, and it's a weird thing, because I even tell my son Oliver this when he panics about things. I always say, I'm, look, Oliver, there's like over a billion people on this planet and over a billion of them don't know you exist. 
Yeah. And out and out those billions of people, they've done a lot worse. They do a lot worse than you've ever even thought and imagined in your yeah. life. So don't don't worry. And if somebody's judging you, most people that judge, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. Because they're obviously hiding what they've done. So they're pointing the finger at you to yeah, yeah, yeah. from the fact that they're an asshole. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. walks past the window. I go, see that guy there? I wouldn't like to see what was on his hard drive. You know? You never know, Ollie. You know? It's, yeah. it's and, and But we don't think like that. We, we, you're like me. You just panic about everything. And somebody, this isn't even a joke. This isn't comedy. This is generally true. Somebody said to me that um, to you need to relax a little bit more and stop panicking about things, Paul. And this is how much my head fucks me up. They said you should take up uh, medica- uh, meditation, not medication, meditation. You should start meditating and all that kind of stuff and, and be one with yourself. And I generally said to them, I can't meditate because every time I meditate, I think my family will die. Yeah, fuck. What? Exactly, exactly. Well, how are the two I, things linked? How do you link that? that? I think it's because I unknowingly can't let myself relax. Mm. So there's something that triggers my head to say you don't deserve to um, be happy. You know? Yeah. So every yeah. time I think, if I think, right, I need to calm down, you're okay, non bad um, and then I think, no, what you're doing is you're, um, because you're now relaxed, you don't deserve to be relaxed. But I think, again, it's the same with booze. I think um, when people say, I need to drink because it um, it helps me artistically, mm. you know, or I need drugs because it makes me a better singer, or it makes me a better writer. And because I don't have drink anymore, I thought maybe I'm not as funny off drink. But turns out I'm better, so that's yeah. fine. But then I think maybe I'm funny because of my anxiety, because of my thought process. So therefore, if I ever become, not normal, but if I ever become relaxed and happy with myself, then it'll fuck up my comedy. Yeah, right. You see? And it's a yeah. weird... It's weird because I've I, I always argue with people about this. Say that um, I need drinks. It makes me it, it makes me more artistically better. And I said, look, if you open your eyelid and poke like a needle in it, and then rub yourself in blood, and it makes you more artistic, would you keep doing that? No. Well, why do you keep drinking? Because it gives you an excuse. So I think it's a weird. My head it won't let me just relax. No, it's a very weird system. But I am fine now. I'm fine with it. Yeah. You find ways to to deal with it, you know. Well, this is like knowing you for as long as I have, and we've had this conversation before. I think we were in Cyprus. It was one of them the heady days of that when we were out there. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to you then, I'm like, you have you have all the guilt of like a Catholic, <laughs> but right. without the religion. It's like you just yeah. you punish yourself for being alive, and it's like, yeah. where does that come from? Because you deserve to be alive. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be here and doing stuff because you're a good man. Yeah, you, you know, the booze got in over. It's not your fault. You, you said, you know, just a path that you end up, you ended up getting dragged down. But, you know, you've, you've, and yeah, you've, you know, it did cause hurt, it hurt you and loved ones and all that. But you just got caught up in it. It's not, that's not your fault. It's not, you didn't go out of your way to hurt everybody, you know? So you should, you know, you, you should give yourself a break. You know, that's, there's a, it's, I think fundamentally you and I are very similar where, you know, yeah, we do fuck up and sometimes we do, mm. we do do things that may be a bit more self-centered, but that's human beings. It's not just, we, I know and you and I, again, we've had this conversation where we go, oh, I'm such a prick. I'm this and I'm that. And everyone hates me. And like, no, they don't. No, they don't. Yes. And the fact is everybody else is doing the same, doing this, they're doing the same patterns. You know, they're good one day, they're shit the next. You know, it's everybody. No one, we have this weird idea that everybody else is living the perfect life. Yeah. Living, everyone's being good to everyone else. And we're yeah. the two idiots bumbling around just being selfish and nicking buns from when people aren't looking. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. Of course it is. Yeah. I would, I would love to meet, advise me, 
All oh, right. <laughs> you know, and go, gosh, yeah, that's uh, maybe I will take that on. You know, because you you look at other people's problems through your own problem, and then you solve them, and then you go, why, why, why don't I ever, why don't I ever take that on? I've started to do that a little bit. I've started to to because I've got kids now. The advice I give them, I think, well, it's only fair that I do it as well now. And it does, it does make me feel better because every single human doesn't matter if you've got a crystal chandelier above your head or a, a ripped light bulb. You know, it, you 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 still you still have to take a shit. And you still have to yeah. go through. I mean, somebody. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day talking about money and how money is happiness. And this is the amount of bankers that hang from trees is unbelievable. Yeah. You know. It, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Being poor is horrible, so let's get that out of the equation. But I think the, the most intelligent people in the world are the ones that are happy because we all thrive to be happy. And if you could find out how to do that, yeah, that's pretty smart, you know. So you just we just have to learn to to smile, I suppose, and you know, just like you're doing yeah. there, Richard Wilson. <laughs> but it's, it is that, and it's we we I think. I've said this before, like Ruby Wax said, you know, we are, we do tend to focus on the negatives rather than the positives mm. because that's our survival mechanism. That's how we, that's how we, you know, when we were running around in the wild, you know, and, and we had to protect ourselves from dangers. So we're always erring on the side of negativity. Mm. And I think that's a, that's a hangover from that. You know, we're like, you know, oh, I don't want to get, too, like you've just said, oh, I don't want to get too comfortable and too happy. In case something happens, you know, yeah. is that that what that feeling of something might happen, um, and it's not going to happen. I, I get embarrassed because my dog doesn't bark. I'll be walking. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll get be walking along the street, and a uh, dog will go ruff, 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 ruff. and I'll go. Oh God, they're thinking they're going. Oh, look at him thinking he's great because his dog doesn't bark, thinking he's the bee's knees <laughs> hating us. I'm going. Oh, oh. You know, so and they're not you, even thinking anything. They're not even oh. thinking that. No, they're thinking. I wish my dog would stop barking at that person's dog. <laughs> you know, it's it's. Uh, but it's all based on assumption. All these things are based on assumption. 100%. Assumption, 100%. as they say, assumption is the mother of all fuck ups. Of course, it is. It, yeah. it's, it's assumption is a is a text message. You know, yeah. that's what assumption is. Because the minute you, if you're in a bad mood and somebody sends you a hello text message, you read it as an hello. Oh, you asshole. Right? You know what I mean? What? Hello. Oh, because you know that um, today's the day that I've lost my hands and I can't wave. You know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> it, 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 people's, it, a text message is, is assumption. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's the same with when you, when you argue with people or when, when people like to, to, today's, world everybody wants to um boot some people down or, or win arguments nobody looks at they always look right why am i right i'll show them i'll prove them why i'm right yeah first first you've got to figure out why you're wrong looking at every single nut and cranny why you're wrong and once you figure out that maybe you aren't wrong or if you are wrong it eases the conversation then you could have the balls to go do you know this I've got that completely wrong, you know. Mm. But no, no, you, you people have got to delve in to prove why they hate something or, or hate somebody, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's all, it's all, it's all to make themselves look better and go look, yeah. well, I, look, I've discovered this. Look at this person doing this wrong thing. Let's all pile on and and and, yeah. whoa, and then they feel part of something. They go and, they, and they're like, I found that. I'm better than everyone. I found that. Yeah. Of course, it's it's the Facebook. It's somebody doing a a picture of them handing ten pounds to a homeless guy. Oh yeah. You know, go look what I've look look what I'm doing. No, just give give them the ten. I don't show anybody it. Yeah. Because uh, I was saying this the other day. The problem with society now is that me personally, and I, you you're the same, Rich. If you see somebody falling over, regardless of religion or anything, if somebody falls over in front of you. Yeah. The first thing you do is you naturally bend down and pick them up yeah. and help them up, don't you? But this society now is people push people over just to be seen picking them up. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's what that kind of 
bit fucked. You know? <laughs> well, I will say now this was this was pointed out to me again. Um, uh, my mate Rachel Wells, I've been talking to a bit lately, and she was saying actually because I social media comes up a lot on it and it's always quite negative. Mm, of course, so she pointed out because she doesn't. She's uh, Rachel was autistic and she was saying that she relies on social media to stay connected to people because mm-hmm. she doesn't go out like she wasn't really going out before this the pandemic so and it really changed my mind I went oh yeah actually I didn't think about that that social media that is it is it can be good as well to keep people connected you know but we I tend to I'll be focusing on the negative of it you know and it's see yeah just what we were saying you look for the reasons why you're right yeah you know because you're going Social media is horrible. Here's why. And and you've just said, because you didn't really think about it, you've realized now from Rachel's point of view, actually, social media is needed. Because yeah. you hate, you, you don't like something, you dislike something, you, and rightly so, you jump on it. And until somebody goes, actually, without social media, I, I wouldn't have um, a connection with the world, with some kind of uh, yeah. help, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Funny, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and it really you know? made me real. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. Exactly. You get, you get caught up in your own bullshit. That's something else as well. We're getting caught up in our own bullshit. Like Michael Smiley said, everybody's transmitting, no one's receiving. That's so brilliant. far, yeah. so far from us, like people, far from people, you think looking at us, going, oh, look at him with his dog that doesn't bark. Look mm. at him with his fucking hat. Look at him with his beard. You know, far from that, they're going, look at me with my beard. <laughs> Look at me with my hat. You grew up. Yeah, it's fucking mad. Isn't it? Go on. It is mad. No, no, just it was just gonna um, it, just agree with you. You know, <laughs> it's it, it just um, look at me with the beard. Look at me with my hat. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, grew up in. Wishes. Go on, go on, go on. No, no, that was it. No, that was. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say because you grew up in Dundee. Yes, Scandi. And you're like we've said this before. I've, we've had this conversation before, but I'm going to do it again. You're there's a there's an eccentricity to you that I imagine didn't sit well with the people of Dundee at the time you were growing up there. Would that be true? Yeah. Not having ever been to Dundee, I'm just assuming like every sort of town and city has. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's, well, it, it, it's it's a stereotype. Um, it's a working class city. It's, um, I mean, it's steeped in history, but it's 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 more of a village than a a city. But saying that, it's very artistic. There's a there's a lot of um, music, but the, the the I mean, there's a lot of art. It's got a big art college, a lot of uh, music, but the there is a lot of. Um, Dundonians don't like it's a weird one if you think you're doing well they'll bring you down mm. if they if they think uh, they, they look at you thinking that person thinks they're great they're not like if I said I want to be an actor they'll think oh, what a dick you, you can't be an actor That's not, mm. nobody could be an actor as they're on the telly but if a Dundonian is on the telly, they're the proudest people going East Fair Dundee, but they don't want you. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Weird. You have they to don't... do. You have to do it without them seeing you doing yeah. it, and then they go, "Ah, oh, yeah, he's from here." And yeah. then, but if you do it in front of them, they're like, oh, "Who do you think you are?" Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's that weird, weird mentality, you know. And in my. Um, I'm so weird because there was no real comedy clubs there. So my, um, I suppose I was just a um, a, sh- a a nervous, shy show off. That um, when I my, my did my comedy work there, yeah, it was funny there, but um, they, they don't see that as a as some kind of lifestyle i'm just mm. a funny drunk yeah you know so it was never going to work in dundee you know so it's hence the the move and a lot of scottish comedy can be a lot of uh 
West Coast, Glasgow type of comedy, uh, you've either got to be Billy Conley, Frankie Boyle, or Kevin Bridges. And um, it didn't really work. It, they audience liked me, but the, the promoters didn't really book me and stuff like that. So I decided I'm going to move down here, which everybody in the Scottish circuit, a lot of them said that it's never he's going to come right back to Scotland. He's not going to make it, you know. Yeah, right. I, I did better down here because people took me for. I'm not a Scottish comedian. I'm a comedian no. who just happens to be Scottish. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. the difference. You don't you really know? talk about being from Scotland in your set. You don't really talk about it. You no. talk about everything else. You, yes. you know, your time in Primark, you, you, you just talk. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you never mention it. No. Really. I, I mention it at the start. Yeah. It's only because I, I feel that if I don't tell the audience where I'm from, they'll miss a little bit of what's going on because right. they'll be trying to figure out where my accent is and it distracts from the the rest of the set because if I yeah. go and go they'll go is he Irish is he if I I mean it's I've used the same gag for years but it's an opening gag and it's it's not to get a laugh or anything I mean, it is obviously it's to get a laugh but it's not um, it's just a throwaway line I'm originally from Scotland from Dundee da 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 and then so they know that he's from Scotland he's from Dundee let's talk about my anxiety for 20 minutes, you know, it's, yeah. it's that, it's that, I mean, that's attacked by a fly, fluorescent <laughs> uh, fly. Um, and then um, that fly was sent to annoy, cause I'm doing this podcast now because I, I didn't pick up dog shit. That fly's now attacking me to remind me that's my wife set up loads of flies. And <laughs> um, what the, the, yeah, my, my set is mainly, um, about uh, it is about anxiety and drinking and and uh, all that stuff now. So it's it's yeah it's changed it's changed a little bit. Still, to, go on. No, you go ahead. No, no, no. Go on. It's still what? Go on. It's still um, a lot of it's thought up of on the stage and stuff like that. But it's yeah. it's, it's a lot of it's about. I'm braver now. It's weird. I'm ah. braver now because I don't drink because I trust myself. Before you would just it was drunken brave. Yeah, it's just shit. Now it's going. Oh wait a minute! I am actually really good at this. Let's let's have a laugh with it. Let's yeah. see where see where it goes and, and and be brave enough to. It it's easier to admit things and and to have a laugh about them and to be honest when you're on stage than it is to to bullshit. I think. So yeah. therefore you're less shy because you're opening up more. So it's more of a relief. When I tell, sometimes the audience yeah. won't believe me of that. I'm an alcoholic because I'm so blasé about it. Yeah. When I'm on stage and I'm having a laugh with it, but I'm going, no, it's great that I'm an alcoholic because uh, not only have I got an excuse to talk about shit in my cell, I've, uh, I've got a release, you know? So it's, yeah. it's more fun. You were going to say something. No, no. I tell you what. I've having done. I did some comedy courses a little while ago, and one of the things I said to everybody was, "If you, if there's a nugget of truth in your story, I mean, the rest of it can be made up and you know, embellished. But if you've got an element of truth in it, it'll you'll be able to sell the story. You'll be able to sell the material. You go mm. because it's kind of true, and it might be made up of two different things that happened or whatever." Or it could be someone else's story, but that's true. But this the truth. The truth is what what makes it funny. Yeah. And I know sometimes, like someone said to me, that I was uh, painfully honest on stage. Sometimes I do. I get if I've got something on my mind when I get there, I'm going to go. Oh, I'm just going to talk about that. I need to just get it out. And yeah. I do feel in that I feel more at home when I'm on stage than I do the rest of the time. I feel I can be truly myself, weirdly, I when know. I'm on stage. The rest of the time, I'm kind of blagging it and not blagging it, but I'm not admitting certain thoughts and feelings and mm. like people like I, like. But I, I'm, I'm forever going. Ah, oh, yeah, sorry about that. I just, I've just been a bit caught up in stuff, and you know. And really, I'm like, what I want to say is, I'm really sorry. I've not been able to do that because I've been screaming into my pillow for a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> that, that's that. Two hundred strangers 
400 eyes, yeah. and this is a guy that, that's got cataracts, is, um, or a girl, <laughs> is, um, is therapy for us. It is that release, because if you, if you were on a bus and you turned around a guy and went, do you know what, do you know what really pisses me off, right? He would think you were mental. Yeah. But we're allowed to do it to 200 people. To go, do you know really piss me off today? I just need to get this out here. Am I right? Yeah. Am I wrong? You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. And they, and they either laugh or they go, yeah, that's a good point. And I did it the other day about going to Mars on a, a spaceship. It wasn't even part of my material. And it ended up being in the, the set. It just, just came out of my head. I went, why the fuck are we going to Mars? And it, you know what I mean? It was this... And it's a great release as well because yeah. you, not only can you say it, you can shout it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, it's funny. It, yeah, it comes out as <laughs> you know, because if you turned around to somebody and went, "What's the time?" You know, they'd go fucking hell, mate. You know, but you, but you could say, you could shout to somebody on stage, "What's the time?" Yeah, which I have done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why are you flashing me? I've only been on a minute. <laughs> Shit, mate. Uh, you know. Yeah, it's true. It's like with you know with recent stuff that's gone on, and and I'm not. I wasn't talking about it on stage because I wanted to hurt anybody. It was just that I was in I was in turmoil, and I just hmm. I didn't know where to put it because I'm like I just wanted to get it out the pain yes. and go fuck. I can't take this. It's a it's a situation I didn't want to be in. For whatever reason, it's got to this point where we're now in that we're in that situation, and you, you just get to we go, oh, fuck Christ! Mm. And I just needed to just need to get it out of my head and just go fuck and and go and 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 admit and admit things. Go, I know I'm not great sometimes. I get that. I get it. I'm no walk in the park mm. now and again, but you know, and just and just you know, just firing all this shit out. Yeah. Yeah, so it's weird, isn't it? It's weird. It is. Because some, some people don't uh, understand it and they don't think it's true, but there there is it it does build up. It's like anything. Mm. If you if you bash your finger and the blood builds up, you, it, it's gonna hurt, but you stick a pin in it and it releases and the blood comes out and you and you feel a bit better. It's the same with tension. That's why you get neck pain and all that kind of stuff and back pain. If you have so much built up in your head. Of, of of fear, of anger, or whatever, and it's building up, building up. You you have to. You've got to stick that pin in your face. You've got to release it because yeah. if you don't, you 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 could sometimes feel a ripple on your forehead. You know, it's like a, a lump that just kind of goes along mm. your head, and it's because you're you're tensing up. But the minute you release it out, it's just a little bit better. Yeah, it's just a little, just to go fucking hell. This is shit. Yeah. That's, why we, that's why we shout. And then in front of an audience, we could just go, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's true. And, and I know we're, I don't want to go on about COVID because everybody's going through their own, their own stage of it. Um, but that's what it's like as a comedian. Cause it's, it's kept inside you mm. for, I mean, it was eight months until I got on stage longer for some, some still haven't been on stage to yeah. get that eight months of being able to go, I said to somebody the other day, it, it, the, the benefits for for this thing that was going on was the fact that I get to see my kids more. But the other yeah. thing is, I can't say cunt because I'm <laughs> surrounded by kids. Uh, eight months of not being able to eight months of not being able to say the say cunt. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, so and, it, and, then, and, then, and then people listening, people watching us. Mm. Will then go fuck yeah! I feel like that. Yeah, yeah, and then they can relate to you, and mm. then it, yeah, and we all have a nice time, a nice just to go god, and they go yeah fuck ah, and you yeah. go yeah ah, yeah. <laughs> and, and now people that that can maybe get to terms with uh, mental illnesses or anxiety and 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 think oh well maybe it really is a thing, mm. you know I I had a conversation with Kate's dad years ago. Uh, I'm not going to name any names and, and a tragic thing happened. Now he didn't believe in um, mental health. He, he just, he, he thinks it's, or, or at the time didn't think it was a thing. Thought well, what you're panicking about is not even real. He's old school and he? he's an old school yeah. geezer. Yeah. 
So he said, when we were leaving the house, uh, he said, um, oh, give us a phone when you get in, you know? Mm. So every, he does it every time. So we left his house. Kate gets home. She went to phone him. I said, don't phone him. She went, why? I goes, just don't phone him. Mm. And I'll tell you why. So she didn't phone. The next day, he phoned up and went, are you there? What's happened? And she went, everything's fine. He goes, why didn't you phone? He goes, I thought something. I thought you'd been in a car crash. I was panicking. And I said, now tell him that's anxiety. And if he times that by 100, that's what some people go through. Fuck. I said, I said because none happened to you. You didn't yeah. phone because what you did, you went right to bed. Because you never phoned, he's not thinking, oh, she's not phoned. I'll phone her tomorrow. He's automatically thinking when nothing happened, he's thinking the worst. He said he was pacing. He said he was panicking. He thought that, um, he was just thinking, do I phone the emergencies? What do I do? But we're fine. I said, but that's, that's yeah. made up in his head. <laughs> said, you know? Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. So now, now he knows what anxiety is like because, because he never heard from us. And it, when we weren't 100% meant to phone him, because we, we usually phone him, he's thinking the worst. Yeah. So yeah. we all we all suffer it a little bit, you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do, and that's why. That's why we like we said earlier. That's why we drink. That's why we do drugs. That's why we do. That's why we eat. That's why we like. We had uh, Marcus Brigstock on last uh, uh, episode uh, before a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about his trouble with his eating disorder and. You know, and and it's mm. it, there is that people do people there is a comfort from from it from these things because you just because we're just a big ball of anxiety, aren't we? Really? Yes. And it's yeah, and you know, and it's it's a funny. So it's hard. I get why it's hard to shrug those things off. Like what 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 was the turning point for you when you went enough is enough? I need to knock this on the head. It's becoming I, too much. Too much. I um. It was in Edinburgh. Mm. I'd been with you a couple of nights before. Two nights <laughs> That's before. my fault. <laughs> and, then, and then I went, I don't want to look like rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that day. There was a day that you can't, you weren't up for the whole thing, were you? You were up for a few days. No. Yeah. And look, so we and we met up. 17th to 8th. So next month, it'll be four years. Sober. Yeah, mate. Well done. Thanks, dude. I remember that day. We were battered. Yes. And we were trying to, we went to see the Cagouls, um, Claire and Nikki, and then we were just fucked. Mm. Yeah. So what happened? Because well, I left you, didn't I? Didn't I have to yeah. go somewhere? And then I went and, and met another friend um, who li likes to drink as much as I do. We were just, we were on it. We were getting smashed. And then I, uh, I woke up on his floor the next day. I had to get back to London that day. And um, I put my hand in my pocket. I had hardly any money in my pocket. I'm thinking I'm sure I had more money than that. And I was shaking and feeling bad. And there was a a comic book, that, like a ladybird book called The Hangover. And it was a guy on the side of a window ledge panicking. And I just kept mm. staring at that. And I just kept thinking, that's me, isn't it? And then I started thinking about, the guys back from where I came from in Dundee, the the drunk guys that people used to prod that would walk the streets. And um, some of them would be in suits, but they were always drunk. Mm. And we'd laugh at them. And they, they just looked like different uh, species. They didn't even look like human. And uh, they were drunks and they were always like wet brain and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And that just kept staying in my mind. And I kept thinking, that's me. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm the guy with the the tweed jacket on and the 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 stained trousers, and I just kept thinking that's. And then I looked at my phone and there was pictures of uh, Oliver and Eleanor. I'm looking at going that's that's their dad, and I'm thinking I've got to get back. And I think I thought I, I don't I I don't want to do this anymore because the other thing that's going through my mind is I've got enough money to get two bottles of rosy. Rosie is good for a hangover. So I'll have that on the train. I'll sober up and then um, I'll be able to see Kate. I'll be all sprightly and then the next day I'll deal with my hangover. And I thought, I, and I kept saying, I don't want to do this because I didn't want to give up 
I didn't want to admit I was an alcoholic because I knew mm. I'd have to stop drinking. I didn't want to stop drinking. And then I went, I, I, I do want to stop drinking. So Kate's uncle, my wife's uncle, um, is a member of CA and AA. And, yeah, I remember, wow. and I remember seeing the change in him after he didn't, he, I think he knew I'd, I drank too much, but I didn't think he had, knew I had that problem. I just sent him a text going, I'm an alcoholic, I need help. And he was, he sent back a message going, yes, he was happy. He went, finally, I'm glad. And uh, he, the minute I got off the train, I got on the train, I was crying on the train and, and uh, stand, stood the whole way, again, Catholic in me, stood the whole way. There was loads of seats, stood right beside the toilet. Punish yourself. Punish myself. Got off the train. He met me off the train, took me in a car, it took me to AA. I went to AA for a bit. It's not. It's not my. Um, it's not my uh, thing. But I, I, I go if you need. It does help. And I'm yeah. not saying. It just for me. Six months, and it, it, I, I. I like to be in control of my own head. I don't. I, I don't want people to tell me that that uh, spirits are helping me and God's helping. Mm, yeah, me yeah, yeah. Stuff. I just think that you end up becoming a little bit of a Stepford. Uh, person you, you become too holy and uh being an atheist and stuff i felt a bit thingy so yeah so it was that kind of it was that moment of going uh, i i i, d- I don't want to do anymore and because mm. you, you would always think maybe in a couple of years i could have another drink and and that's it now i don't yeah i don't mind other people drinking i, I like other people drinking and um, i'll still pour kate a glass of wine she doesn't drink much but um i don't want people to then go there's paul we better not drink because again the anxiety kicks in you think that you're ruining everybody's yeah life you know but at one point you get you become too wanting everybody to get wasted so you gotta you've got to meet it halfway go right don't get everybody else really drunk just because you don't do because you're trying to live your life through them yeah and once, once you get in control of it nights can be a little bit Boring now and again, but do you remember them? Yeah, yeah. You know, this is it. At least you're not waking up without your belongings. I remember that. Oh. That happened quite a bit. You know, like oh, just God, yeah. shed Phones everything. And, yeah, yeah. You'll be a mate, and I don't. It's funny. I said life becomes a little bit more boring. It doesn't. Daytimes are amazing. Daytimes are exciting. You, you walk with a skip. I, I don't mind going into a shop now on my own yeah before I go oh, the fear and you don't think every the, every day when you're a, a drunk every day you walk outside it's raining even when it's not raining it just it's horrible mm. and and now you can speak to people you, you, you don't have the fear of uh, of anything so that's exciting uh, gigs are exciting uh, now and again when you're at a party it gets the twilight zone and everybody else is wasted. That's yeah. the point you go home. Yeah. But going home physically and getting on a train or getting a taxi and getting in your bed, watching a film, falling asleep is exciting because before you wouldn't go home, but you would leave. Yeah. Because you would leave all your inhibitions and you'd forget you were ever there. So you just wait. Why is yeah. that exciting? <laughs> you know see I used to love yeah. getting, going out with you and then would be at the same level together yeah and then it would stop but then there was times and it pains me and I wish I never I, I, I wish I was never like that there was times that before meeting you I would have already drank probably two bottles of wine or half a bottle of vodka so by the time Fuck. By the time you're at the happy level, I'm yeah. gone. And I've ruined your night and I've fucked myself off and you've now had to worry about me getting in a taxi or and that that hurts me knowing that I was like that. I remember no, but I remember yeah, I do remember a couple of times it was like, How are you this fucked? Mm. Because yeah. we started at the same time. I, I assumed. Because I'm like, I'm pissed and mm. I'm but I'm not slumped. <laughs> I'm not yeah. face down. On the table, and it used to just—I was—I know we've had conversations, and I'd go, "Well, maybe you just—you, 
I don't know. Maybe your tolerance levels are different. Mm. <laughs> it might be. Well, there's Cyprus was always good because I remember them, and it was always I was probably I mean I ate more when I was in Cyprus, so there was yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There was, um, and I didn't get too wasted before the gigs at first because I was new to it. I didn't want to make a, a really bad impression. Yeah. But then there was the fun element. So that, that was the good moments. There's brilliant moments when I was drunk. But yeah. um, it just takes one moment to press that button and then the world blows up, you know? So yeah. you just, you've got to watch, you know? I do remember there was, I remember being in Cyprus once at the peak of it all. And we were out there all the time. And um, I remember I tried to have a night off the drink. <laughs> and then, and the, 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 the guy that was in charge of the camp as well was like, with us you know and, and then I'm yes. like and I got to the gig and I'm like and he's like what, you, what are you having I went no I'm, I'm not having a beer tonight and he's and he's like no it's not what I asked you <laughs> you're a, yeah. what are you having and he goes oh, yeah. alright oh, yeah. and then that's right. it back on it again I'm not blaming anyone you know I could have I yeah, said no I'm not I don't want it I don't want it of course. but I just well, it, yeah it is it is everywhere in, in a western society I remember going to an airport. This is now after I'm I'm clean and dry, and it was about seven months after I had quit the booze. And I walked in the airport, and this uh, beautiful lady comes up to me and goes, "Gin, right? Um, it's gin samples, yeah." Right? And I'm going. I went, "No, I'm sorry." And I went past somebody. Went gin, and then at one point I went, "Oh no, so look, I'm a recovering alcoholic." And, <laughs> and I said, and I went, well, this is good. See, I like being that because therefore they can't go, oh, just, and they, when you tell them, they go, okay, well, I definitely can't give them them. But see how readily easy it is. Everywhere you look, there's a poster of, yeah. of, of alcohol. There's tins on the ground everywhere you look. Or I remember going to a hotel, they'd mucked up the room and they said, look, uh, it's a little bit of a mistake. If you come back in an hour, I'll get the room sorted. And then because we've made a mistake, uh, would you like a bottle of wine? And I said, yeah. no, I don't drink. Uh, I went to a hotel in, um, I can't remember where it was, Oxford or something like that. And when I walked in the room, there was uh, a bottle of white and a bottle of red on the on the bed. That's their little welcome, yeah, right. welcome, welcome gift, yeah. you know? And I was thinking, the the jewellery shop at the end of, was just uh, been open for a year. I walked in and they went champagne. And I'm thinking, you don't, it's a weird one, isn't yeah. it? There's got to be a thin line. They don't, you don't walk into a jewellery shop after a year and go, would you like a line? You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> you know, you walk into a hotel and there's two ecstasy tablets on the pillow. <laughs> you know, have you thought, you, people would go. So like what Marcus was talking about on your last one, you were saying about food. Yeah. People don't realise how hard it is and how much of a, because alcohol doesn't it's not seen as a drug you know and it's like yeah cake. yeah, yeah, Every, yeah. everywhere you go you smell cake. and that's not even a real smell the bakers in um, shops pump that smell out so it entices you in to <laughs> that's what they do so can you imagine being somebody like marcus who, who has a, a genuine problem with um food addiction yeah that he's now, he's had an arm with his wife or he's, he's low about something and all he smells is a bakery, you know, and, and then that's the, so it's a... Yeah, yeah, you don't think about that. The, no, the enticement is always there. Well, it's like I was on the, yeah, I was on the tube today and there was one particular, the walls were littered with adverts for this new Jack Daniels Apple thing. Like, the, every single wall. Mm was covered in this advert for this new drink. And you, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't, like I said, I'm not, it's not a problem for me. I just drink, I'm a, no. more of a social drinker. But yeah, there must be, I don't think about that before. Everybody, no. yeah, it's everywhere. Because you because you don't have a problem with it. No. I, I don't have a problem with, with cake. So therefore I think, well, that smells quite nice. I might, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for somebody, but for somebody that, that can't have it. Yeah. You know, to, no, for, to then yeah. go, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Shit, man. You know. But now look at you, though. You're all bright and shiny and... Hey. Yeah. 
taking care of yourself. It's nice. I did, I did wear a hat originally because you had your hat on. <laughs> you know, but um, that's a good hat, Baker Boy. It's all right, isn't it? Nice. Yeah. It's um, it's got a nice wee quote on it. I got it for um, three pounds in the charity shop up the road. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. That's in the that's inside that hat. That's inside the hat. <laughs> I thought you were reciting it. <laughs> no, it's that's generally look, it's what's inside the hat. Luke. Jesus Christ, there you go. Ah. And it, nowhere does it say 100% wool or what size it is. <laughs> make, it makes you read that, you know? <laughs> that's your reading done for the day. Yeah. And maybe that's just the make of a hat. Have you got that hat? <laughs> you know, the, one the one that's made by an Irish blessing. May the road be rising. May the. Or this one, you know? Ah. <laughs> oh, this has been lovely, mate. I've enjoyed this. It's nice Thanks. to speak to you. Nice yeah. to speak to you. Yeah, we. I, I, I say this all the time. I need to speak to you more. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was it we we said? Um, what was the? What was it we, when you said it was the um, Ed Nolman's moment um, when you couldn't remember Noel Edmonds' name? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember Noel Edmonds. Yeah, you said El, Ed Nolman's and. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a great name. And then we were trying to figure out what the best sound in the world would be. Oh, yeah. What was it? What was it? When was... we were, it were, the best sound would be, wouldn't it? Wasn't it? We've got Cliff Richards uh -huh. and was it, and Noel Edmonds. And we were using them as bats. Like one yeah. of us had Cliff Richard we, by the feet, and I had Noel Edmonds. And then we were, and we were, we whacked their heads together, <laughs> together like, and listened to the, the the sound of the fractured skulls or yeah. something. That would be the best sound in the world. That's the best sound in the world. <laughs> yeah, but it's when you went um, Ed Nolmans. Ed Nolmans. <laughs> I tell you what is an incredible sound, and I heard this once. Uh, so I was, I, was living, I was living in Maidstone, and my mates Andy and Gav from the from the band Maker. I, don't know if you, I think you might have met them. I met them, yeah. Yeah, good lads, and uh, mm. they stayed at my flat, and we'd been on it. We were fucked, and I went to bed, uh, and next thing I'm woken up with Gav shoving a mop up under the bed, under the <laughs> duvet, up my ass, like. Really, and he really jabbed it in to the point. So I jumped out of bed naked and just chased them out. They're like, no! And I chased them <laughs> out of the bedroom. And I managed to get hold of Gav and I held him on the floor and I cock slapped him on the forehead. <laughs> but you know, when you get a, you get something just right, like yeah. like a cricket ball on a cricket bat, you know, when you hit it or when, yeah. it, when, you, when someone hits a golf ball, just right. And I just got him and it went on his forehead. Brilliant. And we even to this day we go, that was horrible, but the sound. But the sound. The sound of a cock hitting a forehead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good sound. It is. <laughs> <laughs> this is taking a turn. <laughs> oh, glad we did this, man. Yeah, sure am yeah. I. When it, where can where can we find you, Piri? Online and all that shiz. In the bins. Um, I, uh, I've, I'm just on Facebook now. Oh, yeah. Um, I, uh, I came off Twitter. Yeah. I, I can't handle the, was it a penalty? Um, all that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm just on Facebook, but that's when you get gigs. Yeah. Uh, I don't want fame. I just want to hear people going, ha, 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 in front of me. Um, but you could, I don't know where my next gig is. I think it's Leeds in, in Hi-Fi, uh, and that's on the 23rd. And I've got a YouTube channel. Yes, mate. Paul Perry? Yeah. Is that what it I is? Think, I think it's comedian Paul Perry. There you go, mate. Lovely. Yeah. All my stand-up has got, like, the, the, there's one that's got 23,000 views, but all my stand-up has got... Uh, like 68 views, seven, <laughs> seven views. I did one clip, which was, I, I was watching the snooker and I put it on pause and I did a voiceover pretending I was the snooker commentator. A hundred 
and 18,000 views. Jesus. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? I know. It's like I've got some clips that are like four years old and like 200 views. And then other people, they go, I've only put this up half an hour ago and it's got three and a half thousand views. You know, yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. know. Stop worrying about it. Who knows, yeah. man? But that's exactly. it. Piri, I love you. Wilson, I love you. Let's do and this. Paul, the producer, I love you too. Your yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much, Paul. And just uh, um, so your gig on the 23rd, where did you say that was? It is in the Hi-Fi in Leeds. Brilliant, because the um, this goes out on the 22nd. So perfect. people Ooh. listening, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Paul Perry will be in Leeds. <laughs> yes, Leeds. Leeds. Leeds, it sounds like bleeds. It does. Leeds. Leeds. <laughs> Leeds. My heart, my heart bleeds for Leeds. <laughs> right, I'll talk to you later, Paul. Love you. I love you. Bye. 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 Insane in the membrane. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.